Then he went and had received, then he which had received the warrant, Alan came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping what thou hast not sown, gathering what thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. This Lord answered and said to him, or his Lord answered, Thou wicked and slow servant, thou knew that I reap where I have not sowed, not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou ought to, therefore, to have put my money to the exchanger, and then at my coming, I should have received my own with usage. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which have ten talents. Make sure you stick a pen in that one. For unto everyone that had shall be given, and he shall have abundance from him that had not shall be taken away even that which he had. And cast ye that unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There shall there be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Here we are talking about Jesus using a parable of talent, emphasizing the need for personal preparation and faithful service to the master. The talents here in this passage of scripture represent a large unit or sum of money and distribution according to the individual's ability. Why money? It is used in a natural sense to bring about the light to spiritual reality. And because of the use of money, it's because money is the thing that we, the human race, coveted the most. And there is a love for money. The spirit of covetous leads to and is the mother of many sins. So here, the bar country could indicate the time Jesus left the glory and the time of his return. But he used it in a sense, in a natural sense, that it was a man that went to a bar country. So it's a correlation between the natural and the spiritual because Jesus went afar and one day he's going to return. And what he leaves us with is very valuable. Why? Because what he left us with is what came from glory. Hmm. And guess what? What he left us with, there is no sum of money that can match up to what came from God above. So guess what? We must kind of reevaluate our thinking about the kingdom business 
materialistic and, and, and what our flesh desire to receive and rake in, and we begin to forget about the spirituality that it's going to take for us to work in the kingdom. So, there were three servants. The three servants are three types who was entrusted with various tasks in accordance with their own ability. You may not be tasked with how much somebody else is doing, but whatever God tasks you with, you need to do it to the best of your ability. And it is some point that you cannot complete the task, then therefore you ask for some help. You don't get any feeling to say, I just ain't going to do it. That's a wrong attitude to have when it comes down to God's business. We might have that attitude when it comes down to our business. But when it comes down to God's business, you got to look at it in a totally different sight. So, these three had jobs to do. Not all are expected to do the same as the other. But all were to be found faithful with what they had been entrusted with. And here's a problem that we, we sometimes run into is that we all don't do the same job. We all don't do the same amount of job because some ability is a lot greater than others. It's not the fact that some may not be able to do what you do, but what you do, you the best at. So here you got to understand, uh, whatever you good at, be the best you can be at. Because guess what? You ain't working for nobody, you working for God. And he said, whatever is right, he will pay. Amen. Amen. So, they weren't all expected to do the same thing. Right? Amen. Don't you worry about what I got to do or uh, what I'm not doing. You got to worry about what's assigned to you to get done. You be the best at what you are doing in the presence of God. Complete your assignment because God would deal with each of us according as it and it will not be based on who had the most to do or who had the less to do. It's going to be based on faithfulness. Come on, somebody. Man. So if you look at what what took place, that one was given five, one was given two, and one was given one. And guess what? God knows each of their ability when it was given. The good man in the natural knew who he can put in charge. He knew who he can give the most to. He knew also who 
Christ by your life, by your example, by your testimony, by your faithfulness. Because guess what? It's not for a mercy ministry, but it's for the kingdom of God. It is not for the now, but it's for eternity. So guess what? You are, how can I put it? If I put it in the natural sense, you are working on a retirement plan in glory. Why did you say that? Because he said, work while it's day, because when night cometh, no man can work. So guess what? If you don't get your job done while it's day, while it's light in you, because when you lay out in front of everybody, guess what? Your work can cease. You can't come back and get it done. You can't come back and say, "Whoa, I sure wish I had it. I had a uh, done that that God gave me to do. I wish I had a done that that was assigned to me to do. Because now I stand the possibility of being like the one that dug and put it in the ground. Now I stand the possibility of being that. that and and his, his last day was, he was cast out as an unprofitable servant into outer darkness. Mm-hmm. His excuses weren't accepted as to why he didn't. It didn't make no difference how scared he was of the master. I, I, I know you sold. You, 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 you reap what you haven't sold. You know, he had a good speech for the master, but that was not good enough. He did not give him a return on his investment. You and I are investments of God. Why you say that? Because God invested the blood of Jesus Christ in us for a new life in the kingdom of God. Amen. <laughs> it wasn't for us to just say, you know, I'm a child of God. Well, if you're going to be a child of God, you got to do the work of a child of God. Oh, it's a lot of work that we overlook. And, you know, here you find that in uh, Jesus or uh, in this passage of scripture where these folks were given the talent, mm-hmm. you got to realize that Jesus was in a teaching mode. Uh-huh. And there comes teaching before you can get the responsibility. Teaching comes before assignment. When you learn to do, then God take what you done learned to do and he gets an increase out of your life of bringing you up in the kingdom of God. Your spiritual life has got to be some value to the kingdom of God. 
way you can get anything out of it. You don't want to do like this man go to the ditch and dig it back up. What's buried in the ground is dead. You don't want to have to try to go and dig it back up because it's going to be too late to dig it back up. Because you, you, you consider this being dead work if you had to bury it. Couldn't get no increase out of it. Couldn't get no value out of it. Amen. So, for a quick one, run over to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And the verse is 4, possibly through 11. Let's look at some of the things that the kingdom is built on. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 says, Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are different of administrations, but the same Lord. So now it's telling you right there that everybody ain't doing the same thing. But somebody's got to be assigned. And there are diversities of operations. But it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man. How many? Every. How many beings is it given to? Every. Every man to profit with. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another the gift of healing by the same spirit, to another the work of miracles by the same spirit, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirit, to another diverse kinds of tongue, to another interpretation of tongue. But all these work that one and the same self-same spirit dividing to every man several as he will, not you will, but as God will. Now, look how far behind we are. We ain't doing none of that. Man. Why? Because guess what? The harvest is plenty, but the labors are few. Pray that God's in labors and for the harvest. We do being the one about what somebody else gonna do. Right. Amen. Amen. But guess what? You can be just like the one that had the one talent that God take your talent and give it to somebody that already got a load on their back. Because guess what? God know they can take the load. Wow. And they gonna receive the most blessings from God. And you're going to be kicked out of the kingdom. Something we need to think about. It, it, it ain't no more time for us to sit in our seats and be mumbling about this and mumbling about that. Do something. Put your hands to work. Scratch more than your head. 
So it was God that did the dividing. To every man several as he will. Look, saints, you don't get nothing else. You working for God, you work, you work it, you work it with joy. You work it with joy because guess what? God sees it. You work it with joy because that's going to be pleasing unto God. You work it with joy, then God can say, he can depend on you. Instead of you always saying, I can depend on God. When will God be able to depend on you? That's how you got to look at it. Quickly. And, 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 and you see the difference of type of spiritual gifts that God has circumvented for the church of the kingdom of God. And guess what? If you go back and you read all of them, the ball has been dropped. Because you know what? If these here gifts stopped when Jesus and the apostles left, then there's no more salvation. If these gifts dropped, after they left, that means that there's no more church. There's no possibility for anybody else to be saved. There's no possibility that a dying world will see the miracles of God being performed in the saints' life or in the church. The whole purpose was the church being the hospital for the world. Now the world can't get no service from the church because the church don't believe and the church don't want to do it. Hmm. Sad case, you go to the hospital, you you have a heart attack, you go to the hospital and they tell you, you come back tomorrow we ain't feeling it today. You bleeding hand to death and they tell you, can you come back in an hour or two because we don't. We done ran out of material, so, you know, hold your finger on it and come back in another hour. You'll be dead in the doornail in the next hour or so. Because the hospital wasn't able to, 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 to help you or, or render you service to keep you alive. And here we are trying to let the kingdom of God die. Can't render service to a dying world. Amen. Uh, skip down to verses 18 through 20. Thank you. And it says, But now had God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it had pleased him. Oh, Oh, God set the members in the body according to his pleasure. Oh, God set you in your position or your ability to do things in the kingdom to please him, not you, to please him, not them. Mm-hmm. Amen. So get your focus straight. And stop focusing.
don't you ever think that God don't see everything that's in his kingdom. And he knows who all he got employed. Come on now. And he knows all of y'all that's been on break too long. You've been, you know, you, you, you've been on that job that, oh, come to work, going on break. And they want to stay on break all day just to clock out and get a check. Now, I got a check for them kind of folks, too. Lifting up their eyes. Out of hell. Amen. Uh-huh. So, we find that he said every member in the body, according to his plan, and if they were all one member, where were the body? Now, if all of us were doing the same thing, we'd be messed up. Because why? Everything else would go undone. That's right. Would nothing else get done because we all be trying to do the same thing. And you know what I found out? And some don't want to take the lesser job because they feel that it's beneath them. Or it don't carry, they don't, it don't carry no accolades. Boy, I'm here to tell you, you better get your accolades from God. Amen. And if they were all one member, where was the body? But now are they many members, yet but one body? We are many members that form this body. And we got to keep this body to move it. If this body is healthy up top and ain't got no legs, how is it going to walk? Somebody got to carry the load. Somebody got to be a good, strong kneecap. Somebody got to have, got to be some strong anchor. Now, you know, you put the most, you put the most interest on the head. You put the most interest on what the mouth speaks. But who's carrying the body? Who has got the feet that is standing assured? Who is making a strong stand? To hold the body up. Doing those things in the body that guess what? No one else is doing. The hand is grabbing and carrying things. The back has got to be strong to be able for the hand to carry things. Who gonna be the strong back for the church? Who going to be looking spiritual? Who going to have the spiritual eyes on a watch? Somebody got to watch. Not sleeping. Even during a sermon. If, 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 the, if the pastor uh, just hold up all the preaching for about five minutes, there ain't no telling how many snores you hear out there. My Lord. Cause ain't nobody watching. Everybody want to be entertained. Nobody want to eat what God says so we can move this way. 
church got to carry. So what are you going to do? So then, the book says, but now we, now are they member, many members, yet one body. Guess what? If we ain't working toward being one, we ain't working toward being nothing. Man. And unless we get that mentality of working toward one being in the kingdom of God, you done already created failure. That's already breaching your wall. Amen. Go to 27th verse through the 31st verse. We'll move on. Same chapter. And it says, now you are the body of Christ. You ain't your own no more now. You are the body of Christ. And members in particular. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondary prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then the gifts of healing, the gifts of help. Hold it right there. The problem is when you get to the help part, oh, I don't want to be there. That ain't, that ain't, that ain't got, they can't get me in no spotlight. But it's what God said in the church. Somebody got to be a good helper. You ain't being a good helper for folks. You ain't being a good helper for nobody but God. And he said, some governments, diversities, diversities of tongue are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing, do speak with tongue, do all interpretation, but cover earnestly the best gift, and I show you unto you a more excellent way. And guess what? Ain't none of this here gonna mean a heal of being if it ain't seasoned with love. Mm-hmm. If it ain't seasoned with charity, don't know you can't get nothing that's gonna please God. Cause you know why they make it? They make you selfish, and that means you're working for yourself. Amen. Amen. But look at all the. It's more than just preaching. You see, there's a whole lot of diversities of gifts that God, that operations in the church that makes this motor, this wagon move on. If a motor supposed to have eight cylinder and just hitting on four, guess what, honey? They can call a record for you because you ain't going nowhere. So why do you think the church of God is going to operate off of half of a motor? Not in the cause. Give over one and I'll come back over here. Let's go to Ephesians chapter. Thank you, Spore. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. <laughs> 
Watch how you want the high seat. <laughs> There's a price come with the high seat. Amen. And 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 it's more than just the title. There's a whole lot of folks got a paper that high seat that they took and just wear it as a title. Ephesians chapter four, seven, verses seven through sixteen. And the one thing that we need to get a clear understanding of is the fact that whatever comes from the kingdom of God, whatever calling comes from the kingdom of God, whatever requirements come from the kingdom of God, there are diverse consequences. Ephesians 4, verse 7. We're back up to verse 4. There is one body, one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling. Ain't no many spirits, not in the kingdom of God. Man. And it's just one body. I don't care what you call yourself. But they better grab a revelation. There ain't but one body in Christ Jesus. You can call yourself whatever you want. You can call your church name whatever you want. It's still one body. And look at what how the devil can throw the loophole in that. One the church is supposed to be one body, but we all operate different ways. We all operate in a different way to go to glory. And it ain't but one way. And that's according to the scriptures. The hard part is why we can't go according to the scriptures. That's what we're supposed to be basing our life on. That's what we're supposed to be basing the operation of the church on, according to the scriptures. Amen. So he says, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. We now we find many lords. Mm-hmm. We got we 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 find folks in, in a whole lot of different faiths. And heaven forbid there's so many different baptisms now. So guess what? The word of God that He left for the church has just been blown all out of proportion. One God. And the Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. When it comes down to time, everybody going to know that it's one God. Amen. When they get there, they're going to find, they're going to be looking around for the God that they've been calling on, and it ain't going to be but one. And he's going to let us know, huh, you called on me in vain. But unto every one of us is given grace according. 
more honestly than anything is the gift that came from Christ. He gave us grace and mercy. Amen. Mm -hmm. Wherefore, he said, when he ascended on high and left and led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men in this grace period that he left us with, in this grace period, according to the measure of gifts in him, he left some permanent thing for the church. Not for our own personal gain, but for the church. Man. Now that he ascended, what did he do but also descend the person to the lower part of the earth? Then that he descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens. That he may feel all things. Wow. Lost my screen. I lost my screen, y'all. Hold on. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna keep talking, but I done lost my, my, my video. <laughs> Till I can hey. get it back. Yeah, you must have hit it and turned it off. Yeah. And he gave some, look what he did. He gave some apostles. He gave some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all come into the unity, till we all come into the oneness, into the unity of the faith, and in the knowledge of the Son of God. If it ain't about Jesus, it ain't about nothing. That's unto a perfect man, unto the measures of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slaves of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head. Oh, if you can't do what the head says, you can't do nothing. Amen. Amen. If you're going to be your own head, you're in the wrong kingdom. Amen. Mm -hmm. you your, mama, your mom and daddy in, in, in the natural told you that. Uh, told you that.
And we told him, baby, if you need us, call us. Amen. But they knew who house it was. So they knew who rules they had to go by. Now we want to create new rules in the house of God. We want to go by our own rules in the house of God. We don't want to become to the full stature in Christ Jesus. We still want to be tossed to and fro by bathroom lawyers, parking lot, parking lot preachers, uh, preachers on the internet, preachers on Facebook, preachers here, preachers there, so-and-so, so-and-so said, but what did the word of God say? And what have you been taught by the word of God? It was for you not to be tossed to and fro by every word that somebody said. The Lord said. The devil said that too. But speaking the truth in love may grow up unto him in all things which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitted, joined together, compact, by that which every joint supplied, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, make it increase of the body unto edifying of itself in love. There always got to be somebody carrying a part. Amen. Some going to carry more parts than others. But somebody has got to pitch in and carry some. Somebody got to be the toe. Don't you not know that the whole body, even though that body can be just as healthy as they want to, just as muscular as they want to, move them two big toes off them, off them feet and see how much balance it got. You remove them two big toes, that body do not have any balance at all. He got to have a stick to hold him up straight. Amen. So don't look at what small job you may be doing. Look at the fact that I'm working in the kingdom of God. Man. And that's got to be your motive that you are working in the kingdom of God. Why? Because it's what God required for me to do. Because I'm not my own anymore. The Bible done told me that. So I must work for the master. That makes sense? Amen. Watch. Watch how you puddle wash yourself now. You got it. If, if, if you're in the body of Christ, there are operations that must take place. Operation within the Christian unity. While the church is one, but variety of spiritual gifts within it that we can be a spiritual house. Uh, a spiritual house. That ought to make us start thinking right there. Are we a spiritual house? 
are we the saving station? Are we the hospitalization? Are we the delivering place that God has set up us to be? Are we serving God and contributing to the church growth according to the measure of the gift of Christ? Are we doing our part? That is the question we must answer. Are we actually doing our part? That's all we need to know. Lord, are we doing what we're supposed to do? Not all saints in the body of Christ is assigned to do the same service. Amen. Amen. Ain't no way in the world I can preach like Sammy Turner. But I tell you what, when I get up there, I can give you my L's and my I's and my T's to the point that you'll get the message. And that's all required, that you get the message. Amen. Amen.
demand for the work of his kingdom. He played, and, and, and out of, now, now watch this one. Out of all of them calling, he put the bigger load on the pastor. Why do you say that? Because the pastor got to be a preacher. He got to be a teacher. He got to lead. He got to watch. He got to make sure that the house of God is kept up. He got to give instructions. He got to make a sign. Wow. I'm doing a whole lot to pull that spiritual wagon. You do your little bit and you go home. He got to get ready for the next week or the next service. Then the service of God moves smooth. So the greater of the burden is upon the pastor. Because why? He got to do all that plus watch you. Try to keep you from being, can I put it plain, from being the dumb sheep that jumped the fence. Because now you got to leave the 99 and go and get the one. Ask yourself the question, how far would we be advanced in God if the pastor stopped feeling it and stay at home? I ain't feeling it tonight, y'all. Yeah. 
started working, he started working, he started working. All of this work came from God. So boy, I know I showed him, wake up and say, oh, well, I'm going to be a leader today. <laughs> God started working on my leadership at the post office, dealing with folks. And there's one thing about God. He's going to train you one way or the other to know how to deal with people. Because if you can't deal with people, you can't do nothing for God. Amen. <laughs> 